0: What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Pernod Life Podcast.
1: Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go.
0: Hey guys, what's up? This is O.L.
1: And this is Sway. Yep,
0: you're listening to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. And this is episode numero... Let me see, what number are we? 97. There we go. You know how to say it in Spanish, Peter?
1: Probably, but it's really early in the morning, so okay.
0: I'm trying to it <laughs> and record it and, this um, epi- I'm not going to put you through that. This episode is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be talking about how we got through a rough transition. Listen, all married preneurs at some point, at multiple points, at different points in life, will definitely be going through a, tra- a transition of some kind. And it absolutely matters how you get through it. And so this is going to be a little bit about how we got through ours. And it's not to say that uh, we are not going to go through another transition. I think we all know better than that. There will always be another one. But you learn from the ones that you go through, and they just help you in the future.
1: Yeah, so if you listened to our last episode, episode 96, we did a rundown of the three main categories of preneurs. We talked about spouse spousalpreneurs, and couplepreneurs. If you did not listen or you have no idea what we're talking about, go back and listen to that so you can get have better context of what we're talking about now because – we talked about that um, just so to give to give everyone an idea, an identity, really, type to, like, to say, okay, this is where we are on this journey. or This is which one we fit in now, or this is where we're going. This is where we're headed, you know. Um, but what we didn't talk about was our journey from a transitioning between the preneurs and the couplepreneurs. And just to give a quick definition of that, it's really just about in a marriage when one of you is in full-time entrepreneurship and the is run a nine to five. And then the other spouse comes on literally like to work with you. Usually it's full-time, but it still could be part-time, but either way comes on to work with you um, to work in the business together. Mm-hmm. So then you go from a spousalpreneur to couplepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Um, that can be a rough transition. And so we want to talk about that. Um, so yeah, we didn't share any of that part in our last, in our last episode. Um, it was definitely a rough season for us to be really transparent, but it was really in that rough season, I think was one of the best seasons for us because we've learned so much. Mm -hmm. We learned, and not only did we learn things, we actually started creating systems for us just to get through it. Not realizing that these same systems years later (laughs) will be used for in other married preneur's Lives as well to help them transition to help them grow and implement systems and scale together and all that great stuff So I thought that was pretty cool. Like looking back on it. It seems pretty cool at the time It didn't seem pretty cool, but you know, you go through to get through and then you thinking that's all you're doing right But mm-hmm. it's, it's for so much more. So anyway With that being said we want to go over some nitty-gritty stuff. Um, really to share with you all um, what it was like and then like what we did to actually like what things we started implementing to get through the roughest of the rough um so I think the first thing we should go over is like how we made the decision together not just one of us but together um for you not to return to a nine-to-five after being fired from one
0: yeah so I I think that's a great place to start Mm -hmm. because uh it's probably a more common story than what even we may realize and so uh, one of the things that's interesting was for us that you know because um, you know business in general goes through different cycles, mm-hmm. you know sometimes it's feasts and sometimes it's famine, and so you're you're having to really sort of move with the ebb and flow of whatever your industry or market is, mm-hmm. and then when you get to those certain dips, you know how do you endure those? how do you weather those well with every challenge of any business. There's always going to be, especially in our case, uh, there was always the temptation Mm -hmm. for me to return to the nine to five. So I think Mm -hmm. I want to start off and say there will be moments of temptation and opportunities where you you feel like, you know, well, maybe this is what I should do. Maybe this would be the best thing given, you know, where things are with the business or Mm -hmm. or what have you. And sometimes when you get into um, a place of entrepreneurship, you can start thinking you know, thoughts of retreat, thoughts of reconsidering. And I definitely had those thoughts. And I realized that once I had gotten fired from the nine to five, one of the things that you said very early on was you really believe that this is where, you know, God was to have me right now, which is to really step out into entrepreneurship. And so as we began, you know, not just having our business is separate, but even having our business together, there was always that thought, I know in my mind, mm-hmm. you know, because of my desire to try to bring, you know, what I thought was stability, what I thought was normalcy, what I thought was regularity, uh, that temptation and those opportunities to go back, even when my back, where I felt like my back was against the wall, I think the way that we talked through it and me just not being hasty saying, and let me just say, there were moments where I did get online. And I did submit applications or or upload a resume. You know, it wasn't many times, but there were a few times where I did do that. I I never did it like this is what I'm going to do regardless of how you feel. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to negate the sacrifice we've made, the investments that we've made up to that point. All of the energy and resources and time that we invested to to really help ourselves grow as Marypreneurs, I didn't want to just throw that out the window or make us feel, or even make you feel, like it all was just for naught. So I couldn't make the decision by myself because you and I were not in business per se by ourselves, but we were in this together. Mm-hmm. So when you have a together situation, mm-hmm. you know, if you're going to agree to do something together then if you're talking about exiting that, then you need to talk about that together. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we talked about you know, what I was feeling, what I was thinking at different points, even though they were directly my feelings, indirectly your feelings, we were still in this thing together as merripreneurs. And so mm-hmm. you would always come back with you know, another perspective to say, hey, look at it this way, look at it that way. And that was very helpful. Not that you were trying to talk me out of it, but that you were trying to talk me, I think, through it so that we could really continue, you know, fighting um, what I believe was a good fight.
1: hmm And it still is a good fight. It's a great fight. <laughs> you know why it's a good fight? Because we win? Absolutely. Hey, that's what's up. Okay. So, yeah, um, when it comes to the 9 to 5 deal, um, I think something that you didn't say or something that I didn't say earlier is once we got married. For those who don't know, when we got married, I was already – like, I started – I've been an entrepreneur since 16. Like I started early this journey, so that's pretty much my life and all I've known in different, you know, industries and categories. But um so for me, I was like let's let's do this. Like I was ready to do that. Uh, I mean, I don't know. A good year or two before you even end up leaving mm-hmm. that industry. And we talked about it a lot. And so the more we talked about it and you say, yeah, I feel it. I know I'm supposed to be leaving. I know I can't be, I just not where I'm supposed to be forever. I know it's a cap. It's capping me. It's capping me. And then, you know, here comes a promotion, right? Here comes another opportunity or here comes an award. or here comes like a trip to Spain. Here comes like all these different things that will be thrown at us as a result of your amazing um, results and output outcome in the, for these different companies, And so I'm like, okay, so every time we talk about it, it's like, here comes this amazing stuff that happens. And so it made us, um, I guess, feel like we were second guessing the timing of it. Okay, after this, after this, after this, right? And so that never happened. Um, And then of course the firing comes on like, well, now's the time to do it because we've been talking about it Mm. and we knew the time was nigh, um, but we just didn't know it was that nigh. (laughs) So we're like, okay, let's go. And so um, definitely, people always ask us like you know how are you all doing it like how are you actually doing together and I would say the main thing is agreement like you have to be in agreement it has to be a spirit of agreement unity that doesn't mean you have to agree on everything Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean you have to think and be like uh, you can be unified but not uniformed you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. you don't have to you're not cookie-cut people so you don't have to be like the same on every area Um. But there are some, some core areas that you do want to be the same in. So, or at least, like, you know, have that respect for each other. And and, and like you said before, like, you weren't going to do anything without at least, like, letting me know this. is we Like, talking about it. Just communicating. So, that was a big thing for us. Um, mm-hmm. Just making sure we are in agreement. Because the main thing is we knew that God's hand was going to be blessing agreement. Not disagreement. Right. Not division. His hand blesses unity. Um, So, we, if nothing else... We're always mindful, especially during that sensitive season, to say, even if we don't like certain things or even agree on everything, the spirit in which we do things is Mm going to be in a spirit of agreement. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You know what I mean? Even though we're not the same on all pages, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. And so I want to, I think it's good for us to talk about next, like the one strategy we use to create multiple revenue streams um during that season and i i I need to say this it wasn't so much because we were so smart or so brilliant or so bright and just experienced and experts in it but it wasn't because of a sheer desire to create revenue streams alone multiple revenue streams alone it was a sheer it was out of sheer necessity (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) to be quite frank (laughs) like we had to eat y'all yeah, mortgage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we had responsibility. We were adulting then, and so, mm-hmm. um, we're still adulting. But we, it was just a different. Like it was like a, it's like a, a newness. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say the one strategy we use, um, with prayer because, that that getting that insight and revelation, um, with that prayer was, to, to really tap into our gifts and oftentimes those gifts that. We didn't even realize we're there. And when I talk about things, it's easy to see gifts that are tangible, like when other people are doing things. But sometimes it's more challenging to see, our number one, our own gifts, but also our own gifts that are, like, recluse or, like, hidden. Mm-hmm. and 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 you can't touch or feel it. Like, you don't make something. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. you have a gift of strategy. You know, you really can't touch that, but you can see the results of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So... Um anyway, I wanted to I think it's important that we talk about that um the strategies that we used. I mean, I know for me with my business, I started just doing and taking on more clients that normally I maybe would not have done at that time. Mm-hmm. Um but also you started writing a book. Mm-hmm. Remember? And using your experience.
0: Yep, I put it into a book.
1: Mhm. And that opened doors. That
0: did Various speaking opportunities and training ended up creating, you know, um, a coaching program around it. It was, it was, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and then you also used literally your your grind, your hustle, um, to help other people find people that they needed. Like mm-hmm. to, con- you were a connector, mm-hmm. and that. Like that, somebody may say, well, what is a connector? Like when somebody needs somebody, they need a resource and you're the go-to person to see if you can get, a, get it done because nobody, like they couldn't get it done and no one on their team could get it done. And now they're like, okay, well, let's see if, can you get this done? Mm-hmm. And just out of sheer hustle, mm-hmm. on top of God's favor. Right. <laughs> right. Let's not, let's not uh, forget. But just really going forward, that opened a whole nother door for a massive opportunity. It did um for a massive payday it did I mean for massive referrals on right thereafter. And right on time, and then I would say, so that was that, so really tapping into the gifts, tapping into your um the opportunities um that you you know opportunities are all about having there are opportunities all around us right mm-hmm. now, but it's all about having the the sight, like having the vision, not just sight, but having the vision to see the opportunities around us, and opportunities are um really most i would say are easiest to take advantage of when you realize that there's a problem mm-hmm. that you can solve mm-hmm. and people pay for their problems to be solved absolutely and just because you are taking advantage of an opportunity does not mean that you're saying that this is what you're going to be doing for the rest of your life but it could be something like oh I, and you really enjoy doing this or i really can do this right here and it's not it's just like at that point it was like we just need to create them like Find them, create them, fill them, you know, find them, create them. And they become
0: them. bridges Yeah. between seasons. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely, they do. So that's definitely, I would say, the one strategy we use. And then also we use the strategy of, like, us working together. We were like, okay, how does this look? I started connecting with some of my contacts to see, because um, with my staffing company, my, my um, focus or my industry, our school district, those are our, our clients. And... I realized, you know what, although I'm in one area, one niche, let me see if some of these clients would be interested in having a husband and wife team come in to talk about, I don't know, something, (laughs) something, entrepreneurship, relationships, like what Mm y'all need, right? Mm -hmm. And they did. And that was another opportunity too. like just all these. Yeah.
0: And one was really stacked up on the other. Yeah. And it just created a really unique situation for us to Mm -hmm. really start, you know, stretching our gifts, but also, um, you know, bringing in revenue from various places various sources um or resources rather and so that's what we did
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so also it's like i think it's important for us to talk about how we handled our struggle because we did have some struggles especially in this vulnerable um season um how we handled our struggles with the roles like who was gonna be doing what um figuring all that part out our responsibilities and even a loss, feeling a loss of identity mm-hmm. um, during this sensitive transition. Um, and we want to talk about a, a big communication hack that got us through it.
0: So, good.
1: Oh, you want to go? Okay. So for, I'm just going to start with the communication hack. Communication hack is actually to, to speak, like to share where you are. Um, to be
0: on the same, to ultimately get you to... In a place of um, being on the same page.
1: Yeah, that's going to ultimately get you there. But the actual doing of it is to be open with one another and not to um, assume or become prideful Mm -hmm. and start to have like these conversations in your head about your spouse so by the time you do speak with your spouse, you're responding to the conversations in your head that you're having with your spouse versus in the versus mm-hmm. the, the real conversation that you mm-hmm. should be having with your spouse sitting right in front of you. Like that's a real communication hack right there, like to really be open, honest and stay away from pride. Um, and it's OK to feel the way that you feel. I think it's important to share the feelings, but then also not to become defensive.
0: Uh. Yeah. And I, and I think that I think transparency Really for, for that, to really create a culture within your marriage where there's, where transparency is respected, transparency is, 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 is even celebrated. Because when you have that, then both of you can feel a certain liberty to say, hey, this is where I really am. This is what I'm really feeling. And when you can do that, that just gets you, that, that just accelerates you to to be able to, to really talk through things, ultimately to get the kind of resolve that, that you need to get in. So I think for us, there was a point where it was like, you know, we just have to say how we are actually feeling, mm-hmm. put pride aside. And I know for me, I had to really step around um, whatever pride I had, especially I was at as it pertains to me being a husband, mm. and really just go through that and say, hey, here's, what, here's where I am and here's what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm even thinking at one point where I told you, I was like, wow, I really feel like I'm, I'm not where I need to be, and I feel, I'm trying to remember the word I use, but I just remember thinking, wow, I've really been in a funk, a mm. low, yes. for a long period of time. Yeah. And I had to really come to grips like, this is what's going on. Then that started me down the road of investigating, Mm -hmm. how did I get here? Why am I feeling this way? Because Mm -hmm. that directly impacted what I was as a husband and what I was even as a business partner. Mm
1: -hmm. That was, yeah, that was pretty rough. I was like, I don't know what to do, Lord. Where is my husband? Like, it was, that was, that was a rough, a rough time. But um, the great thing is that really I'm helped is just you were still communicating. You know, you didn't go into this place of like... I can't talk or just leave me alone. Let me figure it out on my own type of thing. Um, and I still gave you space, but I was still like, Listen, we're in this partnership, like this is a partnership and partners talk. And we're gonna do it, like let's do this and get through this part so we can continue to build on it. Um, but can you talk a little bit about like your identity and how you felt after you know well, I guess once you started Uh, your entrepreneurial journey and you actually started that even while you were at your nine to five um but just really once you got full-time into it because that was a rough spot too and I think that's important for people to know I didn't understand it fully but like even talk about what you had to do like some things that you had to do for you to get your head in the game for your company or for us working together
0: I mean really it was just because because my identity was so wrapped up in what I did for nine to five, once I lost nine to five, I lost a sense of my identity. Mm-hmm. When I lost a sense of my identity, it was just a snowball effect to where eventually um, I just got lost in whatever I was doing, didn't really know who I was. All that translates into how I communicate in business, that translates to how mm-hmm. I would sell, that translates into how you know I would create content or what I would think or if I would sell or if I would create content. It mm-hmm. just impacted so many different things. Mm-hmm as a entrepreneur that you know that 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 loss of identity just spilled over into so many other buckets of my life Mm. so the reality is is that i wasn't good in any area or i wasn't good for anything should i say in any area because i just wasn't i had lost my edge lost Mm. my confidence Mm. when men lose edge and confidence everything else goes out the window for the most part Mm. and so um yeah it it Mm. it it, it just it it just left me weak in so many areas and so Mm. What I really had to do was I had to really acknowledge where I was. I had to disconnect myself from my job, the nine to five that I'd had for so, for so long. I had to disconnect to some degree. Uh, when I say disconnect, I'm not saying disconnect, like not look back on how I was able to get those awards and obtain those different promotions. But I had to really realize that I'm not what I do. I am who I am and who God has made me to be, but I'm not what I do. So what I, who I am is not impacted by what I do. But what I do is impacted by who I am. And so I had to really get back to who am I. And once I really tapped into that, and that took time, that took prayer, that took dialogue, that took um, reflection and contemplation and meditation and really just really, you know, saying, okay, Lord, why do you actually have me here? And I had to really get back in touch with what are my skills and what are my gifts what are my talents? And then I had to look at how could I port those skill sets over? Mm-hmm. So in other words, how could I take that same edge that I had in an in a, in a industry or in an arena where I was successful and then port that over? So I had to really look at the nuts and bolts of it.
1: Mm, that's good. Thank you for sharing that perspective. Mm-hmm. And I would say from a wife's perspective, I also um, saw some practical things that you started doing, like I saw it on the outside, but it was really inside job. It was like you had to feel a certain way in order to get back in that groove. So remember, you would just um for a while you started um just getting dressed like you were going to the bank, mm-hmm. like you were going out to work, right? And mm-hmm. I remember you know we had hardwood floors, and I would just hear your shoes. I remember like mm-hmm. where are you going? It's whatever time in the morning. Like is it as if you were going somewhere? And you were just walking over to the office, and I was like to the ha- to the home office, like indoors, <laughs> you know. And I was like okay, well. If that's what you need to do, you know, but then I started to see slowly. I had to sure. recreate the same environment. Yeah, there you go. That's and that's and that's that's when you started like really getting into your groove again and, and transporting, which I was like, Lord, how do I help him transport like all that genius that he was working and investing in someone else's dream? How do I help him invest that into our dream, like our mm-hmm. vision, the vision mm-hmm. that you've given us for our marriage and our business and our legacy? Like how like I want like use that from over there, like that what you were building over there, use that to build over here, you know, and that mm-hmm. started that began happening. And that really was a game changer for us. It was just a rough transition to get to that part, that place. And that's why I think it's just um so important that we share this behind the scenes stuff, because absolutely I think. Oftentimes you know people couples don't really talk about it, and they don't really know what to talk about, but that's how I um, mean there's so much more we can like have twenty thousand episodes just like on all the different things that we did, and from there um we started putting systems together and these are the systems that we have now in our maripreneur method, from like you know our maripreneur vision to our communication hacks um to the wealth roles I mean to all of everything in the married manure method is tied into what happened in this rough season. So that's just, just goes to show you guys, like wherever you are right now, like use that, um, grow with that and know that that's just like a season. That's just a seed. This season is a seed mm-hmm. and you know, you plant it, you grow with it, you water it, you, you nurture and harvest it and, and you begin to see, um, to see the fruit of it. So hopefully this was helpful for you all. Um, if so, awesome. Um, do let us know. Connect with us over on uh, IG, Panure Life. Hit us up uh, in the IG stories. Let us know your takeaways, where you all are, how we can continue to support you, all that good stuff.
0: Yep. And if this has been beneficial and you know, you can subscribe, rate, and review. Absolutely. And we we'll look forward to seeing you guys on the next app ep-
1: alright you All right. Y'all have a good one. Oh, 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 oh. One more thing.
0: Before we Before go. Before
1: we go. If you have... Um, not yet and you're looking for a strategy on putting all these pieces together from the maripeneur method to the map all that great stuff um if this is your first time listening then you may not have heard about it but we do have a free download that you can go ahead and take away uh, with you it's been all the years <laughs> the years and and labor of work um labor of love and work that we put into it i um, just a simple blueprint for you all so um feel free to snag yours over at maripeneur method dot i'm sorry maripeneur map.com and uh, uh, forward slash free gift but you know what we're going to put the link in the in the notes there so you can just go ahead and and snag that marriedpreneurmap.com forward slash free gift All right, y'all have a good one for real now
0: peace Peace. (laughs) want more winning tips for your marriedpreneur life if so then go get your copy of our free marriedpreneur life quick start guide you can grab your free guide at M as in married, L as in lifequickstart.com.
1: Inside this guide, you'll find our top 15 systems and processes that we've used to grow our multiple businesses as well as help countless maripreneurs kickstart and scale their vision to lead purposeful and profitable lives. We are maripreneurs living powerfully in sync and building amazing businesses that shape the future.